Jeez. When was the last time I recorded an episode? 14, 15, 16, 17, nonetheless i'm still blessed and thankful to god for being here uh, despite all that has happened and transpired um the curveballs the unexpected events um the illnesses the sickness everything that has transpired i'm still grateful to be here it's easy to complain um but i choose not to i know i was listening to i believe it was mike Epps' little stand up so he had a moment of seriousness and he said if you all threw down your problems and picked up and walked away and came back and just randomly picked up a problem you probably will want the problems you had so that's a true statement in itself um yeah it's just good to be back had to take some time just to get my mind right with just day in and day out i think it's good to just kind of step back refresh and realign your purpose your goals and get your mind right and focus on what's important and kind of weed out the negativity and the things that's affecting your spirit um and put all that intertwines and goes together as far as with me so um yeah i just took some time off just wanted to see what i wanted to do with life um connect with people in different ways um focus on what's important uh work on any toxic traits and behaviors I have my, of my own and try to enhance um, them or improve and also capitalize on my strengths. So that's all. That's all. Hope y'all all have been doing well during these crazy times. Um, a lot has been revealed within these eight months. And we'll get into that later on in the podcast. But again, like I said, it's good to be back and just to get behind the mic and see what's up. But let's dive right into it. I don't want to hold you too long. Basketball is back, playing in the bubble. What do y'all think about that? Will the Lakers or the Clippers or the Raptors come out on top or the Bucks? I, I, I have some sleepers. I think some people will upset. Some teams will upset the top dogs. Um, those teams that I have chosen are the Trailblazers, the Heat, Magic, and it was OKC, but they're going to have to regroup and realign their team to get some more skill players as far as not saying those players are not skilled because you have to be exceptionally great to be in the NBA you know I ain't knocking that but some people with exceptional IQ because I'm just gonna get on to with Schroeder I don't know what he be doing I really don't he and the thing is he you know he was with the Hawks back in I guess 
oh what 2011 2012 whenever when they had joe johnson jay smooth you know josh smith marvin harrison al hortfoot who else was kurt Heim? no kurt Heim was on that team at the time i don't believe so but that squad right there you know when they faced the cavaliers and then they came against the heat too so ever since then i don't know why you know, people have thought he's going to be a top point guard because the Hawks traded Teague and left Schroeder. You saw where the Hawks, where it half hard got the Hawks. Now Schroeder's with OKC. And he came in and shot two air balls in a row. They had three turnovers in a row. Okay, now it's a 10 0 run. Houston up. Houston up. Chris Paul can't do all that. He He's aging. Adams can't do all that. Then they got the young point guard. I forgot his name. But, you know, he got potential again. It's just the experience and getting more reps in and more rounds in and that's all but it's dame time dame said and now how we do it what we do is say you way how we do it you way that's what dame said dame said it's dame time and you know he had a little dislocated left index finger but they're gonna bounce back they're gonna bounce back because the lakers the thing is i don't understand why lebron and ad don't get down on a post up. You cannot out guard a guard. If a guard is working on their handles and extending, oh, excuse me, and extending their jumper as far as extending their game going past the three point line, and he's pulling up from the logo, you can't compete with that because that's how that's what he implemented to his game plan until his skill set. So what you would need to do, he's six two, six three. LeBron, you six eight. A D you about six eleven. You can't be trying to out guard a guard. That's like a guard can't outpost a post. I don't understand why these posts wanna show off their jumpers. Like, okay, you can po- you can shoot, but you ain't gonna be shooting better than the guard because that's what they focus on. That's their focus area, that's their strength. That's where they devote most of their time. So how are you gonna get that mismatch? Oh, your height advantage, your elevation above your defender. So if you are, if you have a guard on you, why are you gonna try to out dribble a guard? No, we gonna go fifteen below, mid range and post up move. NB has that bad too. I don't understand. Like I understand. I guess it's just a new trend trying to keep up with a guard and think they Grant Hill or Kevin Durant. But listen, everybody can't specialize like that. So guess what? Going down low. And especially when it comes crunch time, they want to start shooting jumpers. Like, go down low and post up. That's your bread and butter. That is your bread and butter. So if the Lakers, and the thing with the Lakers, they don't want to play D either. Avery Bradley said he ain't risking COVID. So he's out the picture. And Caldwell Pope, I think he still got that hassle rest on his ankle. So he really can't move. And Danny Green, he just known as a shooter out of UNC. Tar Hill. So hey. Th- that that's all that's all that's there. And the thing is you can't be passive when it comes to crunch time. And Dane, Mello, McCall uh, um CJ McCall, McConnell, who else they have? That little junior boy. The little guard, he's a junior. He's a Tate Junior. I've got his name. And then you got Whiteside. So they, I and mean, then also they have a bench. And then the Magic's going flipping over to the Magic. They're young and hungry. They have nothing to lose. Plus they're playing in Orlando. So you got Augustine, um, 
Longhorn, you know, he's Texas Longhorn. We got, uh, what's his name down low? Booyah Chick? Balachunas? But he's doing what he needs to do as far as the post. Who else do they have? I just went blank. But they got a good little solid team. You know, got some energy. So, oh man, excuse me. So I believe that's a good little matchup right there. You know, um, who manages playing the Bucks? And again, Antetokounmpo, Antetokounmpo, great freak. He want to keep shooting jumpers and trying to dribble. And they just come and strip the ball from him. Go down low, man. Go down low and work on your post move. That's your mismatch. And you can outpower them. Kiss it off the glass. Get that little 15 to 10 feet jumper. Like, I don't understand why they try to deviate from that and go away from that. Come on, y'all. And the Clippers, they want to turn it on and off whenever they feel like it. I think that's going to cost them in the long run. You got to come to play every day, night in and night out, day in and day out. And the thing is, those teams are not traveling or going in between airports or going from city to city. they all in the same facility in the same gym. So they can rest up. And it's no crowd. It's no home court advantage. It's just it's mainly just pickup. If you've been down there to the sports complex in Orlando, I've been down there because the AAU tournament back in, I think, 2008, 2009, I think it was like 11 and under, 12 and under, or 13 and under. That's where they will host the girls' um, AAU tournament. So it's a big old sports complex. So literally everything you need is in there. So for them NBA players to be in there and then rest up, that's a plus for them. So these lower seeds who ain't have who don't have anything to lose, they might just come out on top and win it all. So that's what makes it so interesting. The Heat, there, you know, Jimmy Butler, you got Drogic, you got Robertson, um, who else you have? What's his name? Not no Hito. Whatever that boy name came from Kentucky. You know, they got a good little um, squad. They're young, they're young. They got a good mixture of young and middle age as far as basketball um, years. So that alone is good. And it's just an interesting season. Jazz, they might do a little something too. And the Nuggets, you can't forget the Nuggets. Um, Porter's doing good. Um, who else is on that team? What's his name? I don't know why I just went blank all of a sudden. You got the Joker on there. What's the other little boy name? Gosh, but y'all know. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Um, They got a good little solid squad too. Then, oh, you can't forget about the Mavs. So just good little basketball going on right now. Plus, it keep giving me something to watch um, and keeping me entertained. So it's interesting. Y'all let me know who y'all think is going to come out on top. And if a lower seed is going to upset the... Top dogs. On to what I've been watching. Try to catch y'all up. It's been months. It's been about six, seven months since I've spoken to y'all. So, <laughs> uh, the godfather of Harlem. Ooh, Forrest Whitaker know he is really playing Bumpy Johnson. He know he playing Bumpy Johnson. If y'all haven't checked out that series, I mean that show, you gotta watch it. It's on Epics, but, you know, I'm watching it on my laptop. I got some. I know how to get away around some things. I was playing. Download the Epics app and um, watch it. And it's a good show. It's a good show. I might have to go back and watch um, the first 
episode and run all the way through. I think it was eight or nine episodes, but it's it's a good show. And that season finale, ooh, spoiler alert, the last scene, his daughter mirrored, his daughter mirrored him. She was a reflection of him in that final scene. It's in her DNA. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. So check it out. Godfather of Harlem. Also Snowfall. I got to um, catch up on season three. Snowfall. What's up, Saint? What's up, Saint? Frank Saint? What else? What's up? Um, <laughs> that's a good show also. I got to catch up on season three. Um, What else? I finally got to see season two of She Gotta Have It. Even though it's not on Netflix anymore, as far as I guess Spike Lee and Netflix decided to go their own way, but, I mean that was a little, a little interesting. So that's another show to watch. I don't, I think in season two, Spike Lee tried to insert his own agendas instead of sticking with the storyline from season one and elaborate and adding to that and actually having character development and character growth. Um, throughout the season, um, throughout the season and with the episodes, so it was kind of like all over the place and kind of quick and straight to the point, and not filling in and kind of leaving a lot of loose ends, which I didn't really appreciate, Spike. But holler at me, holler at me if you come out with season three. <laughs> um, those those are three shows I've been checking out. Um, I haven't finished the last season, of Insecure, so I have to go back and watch that the last season I mean the last episode I left off of was um I guess Molly and Issa kind of had a little spat and kind of went their separate ways uh for a while so I have to catch up back on that and I'll inform y'all on my thoughts from that let's see moving on during this quarantine time I exercise a little hip, um, more than I used to as far as, um, focusing mainly on core this time instead of just cardio. I incorporated some more core workouts. Um, I used to do it all the time, um, years ago, not years ago, but some years ago, a few years back. Um, but when you injure, you know, broken foot, broken tailbone, all that you know doing core kind of wears on your body um because i would be sore the day after or it would be aggravating and um agitating so i kind of refrained from that and just kind of worked on just minor cardio this is still staying in shape you know keep a good physique and figure but during quarantine you know i decided to get back into the core workouts and push my body to the limit so in doing so you know i got a little extra meat from the waist below it's been there since i came out the womb people used to ask my parents if i still was wearing a diaper it wasn't no diaper it was that booty meat so (laughs) as you get older it gets bigger and it spreads so while running i always have this problem so ladies if you have this problem say yes let me know that I'm not in this alone. I, when I run, it's like that feeling you get when your hands are cold and you come back inside, you know, in the heat and to warm up and that itchy feeling. So my booty, my cheeks, my thighs, my legs, they just be itching. 
like itching and i'm thinking what's going on but it's from all that meat jiggling so even when i do like squats or jump rope or ladders or anything of that nature planks you know bicycles that kind of thing oh that feeling it's just oh I just be scratching. I'm thinking, what? I'm not cold. I don't understand why my meat is doing it, but I guess because it's a lot jiggling at the same time. It's a lot jiggling at the same time. So I, when I get that feeling, I probably go two or three days without working out because of that feeling. I used to, when I was younger, I would fight through it just because being a basketball player, you know, you got to prepare for that kind of stuff. It was mandatory. But now 25 years old, mid-20s, I ain't doing none of that. You know, if I don't, I ain't feeling it, I ain't feeling it. I done put my body through enough. Jeez, done put my body through enough. But <laughs> at the same time, I still want to stay fit and active. So how can I get around this? I don't know. But that's one of the things I've been doing while quarantine's been going on. Also cooking. I've been getting my little chef, Boyardee on. Um, a lot of vegetarian dishes and pescatarian. Um, it's been good and eventful as far as I love food. It might not look like it, but I love eating. So if I find a recipe or come up with a homemade recipe of my own, I want other people to try it. But my family don't like trying it because I like adding pepper, spices, um, you know, mushrooms, different vegetables in there to spice it up a little put a little hot sauce black pepper you know what i'm saying i don't do salt like that i don't do that much salt but those right there get some cajun spices get a little ginger that kind of stuff and mix it together and let that aroma come up to that pot and you smell it oh mm, mm, make me want to cook something right now Ugh. but those are just things I've been doing during quarantine. Um, also, self-reflecting, like I've said, ex- uh, experimenting and expanding my skill set. Um, got into um, different things. Um, really tackled uh, my graphic design and website creation. Um, different little business ventures. Um, again, just doing stuff here and there. Um, I think that time was needed because um, we we're constantly caught up in a society that we go, 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 go all the time that we don't appreciate the little simple things in life and the importance of them. And we think we have to have this extravagant or big glamorous lifestyle when in reality the simple life is the best life and that's how I choose to live my life and the people close to me know I'm a minimalist and the simple things are what matters to me you know all that other things and trying to impress people because you say you got this or that and actually believing it. it's one thing joking about it can be joking about stuff like that but actually believing it and placing it placing value over that as far as placing the value of those materialistic things above people and above um one of morals and values and integrity and during this whole time um we've seen a lot of unfortunate events happen devastating events happen angry that have made you angry um i wouldn't say bitter um but angry um hurt um painful as far as the brianna taylor 
the police still haven't arrested they still haven't arrested the police for that and that lets you know where their hearts are at this plain evil devilish and that's how i have to name it and call it out it's no more sugarcoating us trying to beat around the bush um george floyd just people's reactions from that um the ones that didn't support it or thought oh well he shouldn't have did this or she shouldn't have that why does it always have to be an excuse and it's sad that people place a status in a position above someone's life oh because they're an officer they can treat you any kind of way really when he take off that badge she's just like me she's just like me but a lot of people hide behind their statuses and their incomes and their names or whoever they're seen in society to mask their insecurities and i heaven forbid if i ever get to that point y'all please call me out please call me out and during this time you really saw where people hearts were at it's over stupid stuff you know you killing us over stupid stuff and for people to still make excuses about that, I don't have no use for you. I don't, because you can't even empathize. And that lets me know something in you is detached and it's corrupted. I don't know what it is, but I'm running far, far away from it. Because if you come over here, this smile is going to be smiling while I'm doing some more attacking. And that's on everything. And then you saw also how people egos... You know, as far as these corporations still making their people work just so they can make money. And I have read, um, it was a quote on Instagram. It said, well, as far as the South, you know, the SEC is trying to continue playing football. And also the uh, businesses down here, um, they were still running. Even during COVID, when the numbers were rising in the state of Georgia, numbers keep on increasing because they only care about money and going back to that quote i saw on instagram it said oh it should have surprised you that the south is still worried about money and only see their people as um property hint hint slavery i said that is so true they don't care nothing about your health your well-being you're just a number it's how what you can do for me and what what how fast you can produce my product and get it out there i don't care if you're sick i don't care if your son is sick your wife is sick your daughter's sick i don't care if you have a family emergency i don't care if you're missing a leg i don't care if you're bleeding i don't care if you're hemorrhaging none of that it's what you can do for me so get down and make my money that's, that's, that's exactly how it is. And to see that happen in this pandemic and how the United States has responded to such a pandemic and, and to compare it to how the other countries have handled it and tried their best, you know, to handle it in a, in a way that is suitable and um, going to be produce the best results and for their citizens but to see how the united states and the leaders have responded mayors and governors responded to this pandemic and only cared about the financial gain from it and what they were going to lose is saddening it's really sad that we are still there as people not saying we as all because everyone you know doesn't agree with that but for the people that so that call themselves so-called leaders and want to lead the people how you gonna lead somebody when you don't know where you're going how you gonna lead somebody when you ain't pure and your intentions are corrupt and people still choose to follow these type of people 
your mouth is filled with over and hatred. Why do I feel like you're supposed to be a role model or I'm supposed to look up to you? No, it's up to parents to raise their children. But at the same time, every child is not fortunate to have a great parent. So these outside influences have a greater influence on them until they get to know better and become in, in come in the know but if you are not in the know and don't have that representation where are you going to look to the mass media the mass communication that's just point blank simple and point blank period so to see these so-called leaders act out and perform the way they have performed and to carry themselves in such light that has been nothing but darkness around them a dark cloud it's a shame it's a shame. And the ones that speak out and want to be true and real, they're the ones that get criticized because these people out here have been so deceived and connived for so long. They don't know what the right from wrong. They don't know up from down. Ouch. Sorry. And it's just sad. It really is. But hopefully, as a whole, we can continue as people work on ourselves individually so when we come into a collective group we can give and give and that's where egos begin to become suppressed it's not about oh you're trying to outdo me or i'm jealous of you because you got this everybody got different seasons everybody got a different season to get different life god got a different plan for you than what he got for her or him your journey is going to be different and the thing is, you don't know what they had to go through to get to where they got. And who said they are happy at the place they're at, they're at that, that they're at? Can we, just for a minute, go back to being genuine, true, and humans? Can we? Genuine, true, and humans. Could it seem like that is lacking today? Um, along with empathy, none of this is required no more to be a functional human being. And it's mind-boggling what is really going on. And the things people hold grudges about or want to envy others over is so petty and minute, minuscule, it's minor. How can you be mad at someone because of their natural God-given talent or that they choose to capitalize on opportunities when you choose to sit back and make excuses? As the episode is titled, No Excuses, Only Solutions. So with everything that's going on, whether it's global, um, local, or even just within your own relationship, when will you be tired of the excuses? And I don't mean excuses as far as pointing out every problem or pointing out issues that are really affecting people and causes uh, uproar in a negative way. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about as far as excuses when you know there's solutions, a better solution to be implemented and also carry it out. And sometimes I feel me individually you kind of get worn down as far as the person that always has the answer always has to be the level head of one or be optimistic see the brighter side come up with different solutions um different results just to try to get people a head start or to jump start them but when it all 
come full circle concludes who's going to be there to give you a jump start or give you the solutions or give you that helpful hand that you've been reciprocating this whole time that's just sometimes you know how I feel why do I have all this knowledge or why do I have the need or the desire to constantly seek and improve myself and not be complacent but also but always try to push myself to the limit and be all that I can be because we really don't know how long we're going to be here so every second is precious and again the pandemic COVID-19 um highlighted that and shed it light over that that you can be here today and two minutes later you literally are gone so don't take advantage of it so again, no excuses, but solutions. How are you going to have a solution to the problems you are facing or to the issues that arise? How are you going to solve your own um, toxic ways or toxic mindset? Or if you don't want to say toxic, it's kind of convoluted or diluted in a sense. Um, skewed. I like that word skewed. How are you going to alter your mindset and get out of the way that you were get out of the norm as far as how you were thinking your mindset if that means attracting new people um to match your current energy and your mindset in your heart in this season of your life um how are you going to be helpful in a way that when you help someone you're not seeking anything in return or you're not looking to boast or brag but simply just doing it because that person needed it are you going to be receptive when somebody comes to try to help you are you going to have an ear to hear again no excuses but solutions and I think in this time it was needed because a lot of self-reflection and exposure and exposing people uh, for who they really are and exposing situations for what they really are was needed as you saw the earth cleansed itself so that alone lets us know that we as humans have not been doing our job as far as upholding and keeping the earth pure and knowing that it's a gift that God has provided and mother nature herself why is that? Because we have become so high and mighty in ourselves and lovers of ourselves that we have forgotten everything around us and that we all are here for one simple purpose is to make the earth a great, better place than what, how we encountered it. It's not about you at the end of the day. And once we get out that selfish mindset and actually have a cheerful and giving heart, because it starts in the heart and it goes to the mind and it begins to manifest if we try honestly truly get to that point as far as what's mine is mine what's mine is yours and if i do take this l it's okay because it was a greater sacrifice for mankind it's never no l's if you look at it that way and even those l's when they come it was a meaning in it a little nugget for you to take and to apply it and use it in the future so when that test comes back will you be able to pass it just a little thing to think about which is things i've been thinking about um over the past few months um wholeheartedly i think about them every day actually fully engulfing in them and um diving into them
and seeing them for what they are and analyzing it from every aspect and every angle. Again, every moment, every second, every minute, every hour, every day, every month, every year is precious. Many have not lived to see it. We thought 2020 was going to be something spectacular, but guess what? Game plot twists, different game plan. So how are you going to adapt? Okay, once you get done complaining, what's your solution? That's what my parents always tell me. You can quit, you know, cry all you want to, complain all you want to, but after you get done doing that, what's your solution? You know, your your feelings are valid. What you feel and your emotions and your thoughts, yeah, those are all valid. We're not um, knocking those or saying you don't have a right to feel the way you feel. But at the end of the day, once you are once you have felt all those emotions and once they are there and lingering, what's your solution? How are you going to solve this? What's your suggestions? Okay, now how are we going to go forward and make this better? Step one, step two, step three, and the steps, other steps to follow. Again, no excuses, just solutions. How are you apply this? And the thing is, you don't have to have a solution to everything. You don't have to try to be Bob the Builder or solve everything like a jigsaw puzzle. And I think women um, have a natural ability to be healers and to want to fix things um, and be and nurture things. But sometimes we just have to let things be and let it play out and take time to heal ourselves and take time for ourselves and let and know that you can't help everyone in every situation not meant for you to put your feet or hands on it's not and sometimes that's hard to come to grips and terms because you don't like to see people suffering or going through hard times or struggling but sometimes it's not meant for you to put your hands into it or to solve it oh that's going to conclude episode three. No excuses. Only solutions. Thank y'all for always rocking with me and hanging in here with me. Um, through the good and the bad. Uh, want to listen to me and interact with me. It does mean a lot. As I said, I just took some time out just to get myself right and to focus on other things. And just analyze life as a whole. Because every second is precious. Uh, with that being said, I'm headed out. Until next time, y'all. This is Brooke Essence, No Kickstand, Episode 3. Feel free to follow me on Instagram, SEBT. Follow No Kickstand on Instagram, No Kick, no Kickstand Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Brooke Essence. One love, y'all. Continue to stay in the race. Talk to y'all soon.